who's gonna get the first impression rose? He is so toxic. Do people even come on here to find love? He got a rose over him? I swear she's putting it on for the camera. She's so big. They are perfect together. You know what time it is. Welcome to The Bachelor Bowl. Hello, everyone. This is The Bachelor Bowl podcast. If you're new here, welcome. We love having you. Thanks for being our friend. My name is Michaela. I am one half of this podcast. It is 11.47 p.m. on Monday night, and we are finished watching this episode. And I'm here with my BFF and co-host, Dua, to break this whole thing down for you. How are you feeling? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) That, That says it all right there. We are so excited. This has been such a long season. It's been so much fun. This was obviously our first season doing this podcast. And it's been great. So we've decided that we're going to break this down a little bit differently than normal. Um, instead of going in chronological order of the episode, we're going to get all the Greg drama out of the way. Good. And that'll be the last time we talk about him. He's not Never coming again. Never want to talk about him again. And then we'll get into the happy moments. So I'm going to pass it over to Dua to get started on the negatives of this episode. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. To everyone who listened last week, I would like to just apologize. Because I was really out here defending this snake-ass man's ass. Like, I was I was riding for him. And I shouldn't have been because literally, I kid you not, 10 minutes after we finished recording, and I was, like, trying to come up with all these solutions where Greg would still be around. And I'd be like, oh, like, yay, like, oh, my God, it worked out. Like, I, I like, saw some stuff on Instagram, and I sent it to Michaela, and I was like, I hate this man. That did happen. She did send me those DMs. Yeah, it was about him and his acting career and how he wiped everything to do with acting from his LinkedIn account before he got on the show. And he went to like an acting school for two years and he wiped that from the internet before. And obviously, like like if you couldn't tell already, he was here for the exposure. Um, And Katie definitely called him out for that too. But I would just like to say, I take everything back. He's a snake. He's a bitch. And I don't think that any woman should have to, you know, deal with him ever. And I think like, it's so, I texted Michaela yesterday and I said, I want you to know how serious I am about hating Greg. I unfollowed him on Instagram. And that's, that's a big deal. That is a huge deal. Yeah. And the thing is, it's a very big deal for me because there are very few people I actually follow on Instagram that don't follow me back. Like, I don't follow a lot of celebrities. So that wasn't yeah, really I'm the deal. opposite. I follow everybody. I like to be in the know. Oh, hang on. What? We have a post from Blake Moynes. Oh my God. So before we get to the Greg stuff, let's talk about this. Yeah. Cheers to the last rose and last huju. I don't know what that means. Bottle pop or popping bottles to new beginnings with Katie Thurston. So excited to start our best fucking life. You're a rock, my rock, a mature, nurturing, supportive, and loving partner who continues to impress me every day. We have an adventure called Life Ahead of Us, and I hope you know that I hope you know I'll do everything I can to help push and encourage you to make the most of every little bit of it. I love you, Buggy. Yeah, that's my nickname for her, Buggy. Oh, I- and the picture. 
picture so nice oh my god i need to like i want that i want that and the thing is that would really work for you because of how short you are i know like it wouldn't matter if the guy is like five two it would work because you're so short yeah i could be somebody that's like five six i'd still they'd still look if you're short and you stay next to me, you're going to look like a giant. Um, for reference here, I guess, because not everybody who listens to this actually knows me in real life. I'm 4'11 on a good day. Like, I'm between 4'10 and 4'11. Mostly, almost 4'11, I would say. I you Like, there was days where I was like, no, I'm 5'. No, I'm 4'11. Yeah. Always have been, always will be. So if you're short. I'm 5'3. You want me to be a best friend because you'll look really tall. I'm 5'3 and I look so tall beside Michaela. Anyways, so happy for Katie and Blake. But Greg, gross, ew, disgusting. He, I was really, really dismissing his like gaslighty behavior. And I guess we'll just put that up to me being attracted to toxic men. Um, because we know that happens. Uh, and I, I, I like me and Michaela were talking about Greg earlier while the episode was airing. And she goes, oh, like. I was like, oh, it's it's my fault. Like, blame me for being attracted to toxic men and not having the capacity to form emotional attachment. And Michaela goes, well, I like hockey boys. So it's quite literally the same thing. And I was it like, is. yeah. But if you really think about it, Greg was the toxic man and Blake was the hockey boy. So who we love the hockey. We love yeah, the hockey. Who boys. wins in the end? It's Michaela Garashi. So yeah, like we don't like Greg. He was definitely here for the intention attention and the exposure he didn't think he was going to make it this far who was it that like said he didn't think he was going to make it this far I think it was um I did well I said that last no from Bachelor Nation I think it was Blake who like not Blake Blake Horseman or whatever yeah that one um from Becca's season and like obviously Paradise he, he I think it was him or Nick Vile one of them said that he didn't think that he was gonna make it this far but this is what his was his easy way out, you know, overreacting about something. Literally what he did, overreacted about everything. Yeah. And this man literally came on after the final rose and pretended like he didn't and that he was actually in love with. Like, good God. It was and just so stupid to watch. He kept like changing up his story too. Like, I didn't regret anything. And then it was when she screamed at him the first time, he was like, I regret the way I took things. And then it was like, I was impacted by this one thing you said, and I shouldn't have taken out on you. And then she's like, she's literally screaming at him because he was acting the entire time. And it's like insane. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter kind of coming for Katie today. And I was like, she could be in a happy, committed relationship. And still me mad about Greg. Yeah. They're not They're not exclusive. She has probably been sitting, seething about what she was going to say the next time she talked to him for like the last three months. Yeah. She had a lot she wanted to say and she said it. She probably practiced in the mirror. She probably wrote it down point by point. She knew what she wanted to say. She knew that she wanted to call him out on his bullshit. And her being engaged didn't need to stop that. Her and Blake have obviously had conversations about this. They had one in the episode, basically. Yeah. So you can't say that she's not happy because she's still mad about Greg. Yeah. Somebody wronged her. It doesn't have anything to do with who she loves more. I'm almost certain she loves Blake a hell of a lot more. 
I think something Michaela also pointed out is he walked into that like situation being like he was so smug she just texted me he's like shoot he looks so smug and I like that like I was like yeah like he really thinks that he's gonna come here Katie's gonna see him for the first time ever since and be like oh wait like no Blake I don't want you on Craig like Like, as if yeah like as if but he really thought that was gonna happen because like that's just the kind of person I like that look it looks like, like I don't know him as a human being but like that's what it looks like he is like he really thinks he's the shit you know and it's like Katie's allowed to be upset about a past relationship and still be like engaged because clearly that didn't stop her from being happy and taken it is August right now and filming wrapped in April like they've been together for a couple months now they've been engaged for a couple months and and her family didn't know oh my god that was insane but like I I was like how I don't I wouldn't want Aunt Lindsay to know either like oh my lord but it's just Katie was so right when she said you know he he like whatever tries to tell me he loved me leaves whatever like that's not a man oh what i also like back to him looking smug what really hit me is that he kept emphasizing the point that i told my family you were the one like i this it was it for me like whatever i he kept saying i told my family you were the one he looked so smug he did not look like he got his heart broken and was about to face the woman who is engaged, who he thought was the love of his life. If we saw Andrew and Michael, like they were physically like upset, like they were visually upset after seeing replays of them getting sent home at the mental all, like you could tell they were upset. And the thing is they got sent home before Greg did. And he comes in looking all smug. He doesn't look like he is about to face the woman that broke it. Like he, he broke her heart, I guess. But like, he doesn't look like he's about to face the woman who he thought was the love of his life and actually getting married to a different man. Like he didn't, like he just looked like he wanted more camera time. Yeah. That, I don't, like, I sound like a clown last week's episode because I'm literally defending his ass and I'm like trying to come up with a way where it can work out. Like, no. Like, I hope no woman is subject to, like, Greg Grippo because, good but God, it's so toxic. I think that's that's part of what makes men who, who act like this so, like, convincing and successful. Like, they, they're really good at fooling you. And that's, that's all. It's these men that are, you know, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I don't know what the proper term, term is. Like, I feel like narcissist isn't the right word, but it's like that are like more ego driven and things like that and feel he goes we should be he kept getting mad at her for being the bachelorette yeah what the what the fuck do you think you signed up for literally i said this so many times this man did not remember he was on the fucking bachelorette no he didn't like he kept even here like he kept saying like I know you're the bachelorette and you're playing the part. And he's like, I felt like you were playing the part of the, what? she doesn't have to pay, play the part of the bachelorette. She is the bachelorette. And, and he's there like, there are rules she has to follow. Yeah. And she wasn't allowed to tell him that he, he would be here next week, you know? And that's huge. If you're, if you actually know what's going on, you have actual self-aware sur- of your surroundings. You have awareness. You know, that's a huge deal. Like 
her saying, you're going to be here next week, you know? And it's so frustrating to watch him and be like, no, but like, I deserve more. Like if you were sure I deserve more because I was sure about you. No, like she literally threw it in your face. She thought it was going to be you and you didn't want it to be you. Like, yeah, she was like, I don't know. No, I think it was Justin. Oh, no, 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 not Justin. Blake. Blake, who said, um, saying I love you is a forever thing for me. Like, I can't just be like, I love you and then leave the next day. And I was like, yes, you validate yeah. her feelings. Thank you, Blake. Like, men, validate your woman's feelings. But also, like, that is so accurate. If she was the one and you loved her, you said, I love you. You said that she filled a hole in your heart. All the other, like, freaking Nicholas Sparks lines that you fed her and then saying she had no reaction, like, all of that stuff, if you said all that about her, how did you leave the next day? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, like, like, every time I saw him tonight, I just got mad. Like, yeah. As much and as much as Katie was a, like a little bit aggressive towards him and like was screaming a little bit too much, I can't fault her for being mad. I would be just as pissed off she, when she because she is sitting here now going, "Who who even is this guy? What what did he tell me that was true? What was not true? What yeah. did he lie about?" So I don't blame her for being mad. Like I like I don't even know what else there is to say about him. Like I just hope he's never on our TV screens again. I hope like I don't know. I hope he. Like, literally, dude, if they bring him back for Paradise next year, like, I was No, him. my God. If they did, I'm just fucking like, riot. I know. I was just like... Me being one of them. I'm just so tired. I wasted this entire season pining after this man who's so fake. And I feel like that's just like, good God, sir. Why, how are you playing with a woman's feelings like that? And I felt like watching Katie and Blake today, I, it felt like it, I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. And then I realized this is what Michaela's been fangirling about this entire season. I was so blinded by Greg that I did not see all, the amazing relationship that Blake and Katie have. And now I do. And I'm like, we already knew. Also, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I saw people on Twitter saying that they thought that Katie and Blake were faking it. <laughs> That's funny. if they if they're faking it. I'm sorry. Somebody give them an Oscar. Give them an Oscar because this is the best acting. They're Meryl Streep. Michaela's <laughs> face right now. When Greg goes, I'm not Meryl Streep. No, I didn't think you were. Meryl Streep would not pull this. No. Meryl Streep, my Mamma Mia queen, would not pull this. No. So you know what, Greg? Do not drag her name to the mud. You're the asshole here. Keep Meryl out of it. Just, you're not a good actor. You, I didn't really know what you were getting yourself into, I guess. I'm sorry that you have, now a lot of people don't like you, but just turn your life around. You'll be okay. I think, I knew this was coming too. Like, he really basked in the spotlight as much as he could before yeah. last week's episode aired because everyone loved him he could do no wrong up until last week he was so convincing up until last week and he went uh-oh like I didn't plan to get this far like I just wanted to like get the exposure on tv and he really hasn't said much about it either no he hasn't said much about being on the bachelor as a, I mean on the bachelorette as a whole except for the one like beginning post 
Speaking of The Bachelor, Rachel Kirkenell and um, Matt James are fully back together now. Oh, did you see this picture that she posted? The one of him on the couch sleeping. Yeah, five minutes into any movie. Oh, that was like cute. I'm sorry. I didn't like Rachel because of everything, but I truly believe that if Matt has taken her back and they're working on their relationship and they're exclusive and they're together together, like, I think. Same. Yeah, like, I, I, I think she's actually made tangible change. And there's no reason not to like, okay, if you have your reservations then have them, but for me personally, there's no reason not to like her anymore because of the racism issue, because I feel like she's made the change needed and learned what she needs to, to heal from that and move on. I agree. And I think part of this is like, you can't, it it doesn't need to be a permanent like thing. Like you're, everybody grows, everybody learns. Yeah. Her racial, I guess they, when she, when it was that season, they used more like the term, like racial insensitivity yes or whatever or racial ignorance maybe was what they were saying I think it was racial ignorance like like ignorance of racism kind of thing yeah and I think she actually has like shown that she has learned a lot and that's that's what that's what this whole point is like you just want people to learn yeah what why what they're saying and what they're doing is so hurtful and harmful to people and communities everywhere yeah so that is all the negativity for tonight. Yeah. We'll be nice to Justin. Like I, oh, we're going to talk about him leaving, more, but maybe. we'll be nice to him. So let's move into this episode. Yeah. Well, first things first, when Katie walked out wearing a white dress, I go, I, the first note on my paper, white dress equals she's engaged. Yeah. I thought she, right. Historically, historically on the bachelorette, that's been some kind of hidden code. Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't um, feel like every time a bachelor. No, but yeah, like, but there has. Why would you wear white if you're not going to be a bride? Yeah, exactly. And I like obviously Tasha didn't wear white or whatever, but like I think every time a bachelorette has worn white, she's been engaged. That makes sense. Um. Also, can we just talk about when, like, after the Greg thing happened, mm-hmm. they filmed her. T- tossing and turning in her bed yeah that was but so like weird but like it was like it, like it was light outside yeah like they had the blind shut but it was still light out that's so weird like what like oh my god like calm down stop trying to dramatize it so much um like that's pretty much it like she says okay we're gonna stay yeah we're gonna stay we we're gonna test out these next two relationships hopefully they work so we're gonna start with the Blake Moines overnight date and this is when I knew I go you know what things are gonna turn around for Miss Katie Thurston she has a great guy here in Blake she just needs to now you know put that effort and attention into him because Greg's gone and whether her relationship with Greg was better or not better that's not for me to judge I'm not there Blake's the one here now and this is this is it so Blake, you know, he wants to tell Katie he loves him, loves her, but he's scared. Like, I mean, I, that's a little scary. So they have a little paint fight. That was cute. Yeah. I feel like we've seen that before. Oh, we definitely have. And after that, Katie kind of opens up to Blake. And when she did this, I knew it. I go, this is a mature relationship. They can talk. I think I texted you this too. I go, they are able to talk about issues in the world and in their relationship and 
actually work them out and validate each other's feelings and really communicate, which I don't think she could do with Greg. Greg didn't speak. He just like that for what for me was a big sign that this was heading in the right direction. So I texted Mikhail about this because as it's obvious that we text a lot about The Bachelor. And about um, other things, of course. Amongst other things, but like me and Michaela talk like every second of every day. Like, don't get me wrong, we talk a lot, but we talk a lot about The Bachelor. <laughs> um, so I texted her when Katie was being very like open and honest. Ugh, bachelor nation buzzwords. I can't believe I just said that. Um, when she was being really authentic, that's a new adjective, uh, and telling Blake, like, oh, like, Greg left, and I said, I was ready to go home, like, this could have been over for me, yada, 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 like, all of that, I said, she's being so honest and real, even though it might damage this relationship, and I love that, because she values that honesty over messing something up. Yeah, and that is why I keep saying it's so mature. It's this, it's a true relationship that you would see outside the show that that can actually last. And, you know, Blake really validates her feelings. He, I don't know how to explain it. Like he, he then later on discusses how he was thinking about it and trying to, trying to think of how he can help her. And, you know, he says to her, like hometowns is pivotal for me. I remember the moment that I fell in, like I knew I was in love with you and I was laughing because if this is not the most Canadian thing ever playing road hockey he fell in love with her like yeah that is so Canadian Michaela have you fallen in love with a boy playing road hockey before I have not but I, maybe I one day I will okay I think that's how uh, our love story okay we're gonna play road hockey and <laughs> we're gonna fall in love Nick okay <laughs> literally at this point like yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in net and there'll be a car coming and i won't see it and and run to dive and save you yeah and that's how i'll fall in love like maybe maybe it'll be at my hometown date on the bachelor i don't know yeah that that okay i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the bachelorette and you're gonna be (laughs) off season and that'll be your hometown date oh lord oh lord the one thing he said that made me cringe a little bit was when he goes the way you softly kiss my neck. Oh my god. I was like, that's so cute for like if you just said it in your head. Yeah, like don't don't say that out loud. That's yeah, like maybe that's one of those things that just stays inside the dome, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's really cute. We all see it, but maybe that just one that one stays up here. I'm pretty sure quote for quote or like whatever, word for word, it was literally the way you softly kiss my neck. I laughed. I laughed out loud. I love you, Blake, but this one made me laugh. It was gross. But, you know, he said that he he goes, when he said, because he, he was talking about how it was the road hockey game, whatever. And then he was like, yeah, I just thought to myself, bleep, I love that girl. And Katie's face, she was like, wait, he's telling me he loves me. And the thing is, she said it back. She made that decision to say it back in the moment. When she said it, I go... It's over, folks. Wrap it up right okay. now. It's time to leave. I go, that's it. <laughs> We're done. I go, she said it with Justin still there, meaning she don't even give a fuck about Justin. No yeah. offense, but she wasn't thinking about him in that moment. Yeah. We all love Justin, but we were also all wondering, how is this man still here? 
when because you see that relationship that she has with Blake and then you see that and I'm just like there there's nothing here okay I wouldn't go that far I think I would say like I'm sure Justin will make somebody very happy one day I just Katie wasn't yeah like I think what happened especially and I think why there was such a big divide between the Justin stuff is I definitely think that Justin wouldn't be around unless his relationship with Katie was definitely up there he wasn't kept around for no reason I think we obviously it wasn't as important as her relationship with Greg or Blake but I do I think it was more important than her relationship with Andrew yes because obviously he got sent home first and I think that we don't think it's important because we didn't see that because this series um, I mean, this season has been so focused on the Greg, Blake, like that traditional angle. We have not seen a lot of Justin. He did reference that whole section of it, too, in the, the you know, when he was live with uh, or not live. But when he was sitting with Caitlin and Tasha, he said, you know, we didn't you didn't you guys didn't get to see everything with our relationship. You didn't even see the depths of it. So that makes sense as to why we didn't get the full story on on that relationship but I think after seeing the way that her and Blake were interacting and how excited they were to be around each other and they go to the fantasy suite and they're so happy and they're giddy but not in a child like I don't know how to explain it okay I have a comparison because there's a difference between because I remember earlier in the season no, no, no. Was that high you school remember. yeah that's literally yes. what I was and that's the comparison that Greg made I feel like I'm in high school it wasn't the giddy childish I feel like I'm in high school it was the I'm it, in love with you this is real and we're gonna yes. get married yes it was so different and I didn't I'm know how to you stole my genius comparison I I was seeing about that and I didn't know how to explain it properly so you just like articulated it for me a lot better but it was like they they were in love and it wasn't yeah. It wasn't that infatuation. I feel like that's more like the high school thing. It was I like, think, do I think that Greg felt something for Katie? Yes, I did. Yeah, I do too. He was not in love. It was infatuation. And I think, and this could mean me just completely making it up in my head. I think the reason that he got, he stuck around so long and then was like, oh wait, shit. Like I'm going to have to get like engaged and like yeeted himself out of there was because at the beginning he was there he came for the exposure then there was the infatuation I feel like I'm in high school again like kind of giddiness and then you hit hometowns and you're like shit like I'm gonna have to get engaged if I go past this so then he blew it up all over nothing and that's what happened yeah but that infatuation that he had with her you don't see that with Blake and Katie like they're in love like you can tell they're in love Oh, and that's, that's, I think my biggest takeaway from this is I don't know how people don't think that they're actually in love. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is a real life Nicholas Sparks movie. Like this is everything I've ever, like, what was the thing that I texted you? And I was like, somebody say this to me. Oh, it wasn't the one tree hill quote. It was the other part of it. No, no, no. I said, when he when he said to her, "I love you," and I'm so excited about life with you, and yes, I want yes. you to say that to me, and and you said literally that, and it's you. You're the one I want next to me when all my dreams come true. That's the One Tree Hill line, and then I was yeah. like, "This literally sounds made up. Like this is how freaking unreal yeah. this relationship is. Like, like I can't even begin to describe how happy I am for them because 
like I just it just it's made sense in my head this whole time and I've been saying this week in and week out that they just make sense and even if Greg was still here yeah they still make the most sense to me yeah and like, see I didn't see that because I was so blinded by Greg and you've been saying this for weeks that they make, they make the most sense it didn't make sense to me and I kept trying to find things wrong with it and now that Greg is gone and I see the real situation I'm like oh shit it does make the most sense like he literally said Katie is everything that I've ever wanted like yeah. and then that what really sold it for me was that like you're the one I want next to me when all my dreams come true line because that's from One Tree Hill right like and we've seen that be reused so much and it be like and I've always like used that as a reference in my life like um gonna get sappy here for a second but it's also our last episode for this season so I'm allowed um I was like kind of going through it a couple months ago and I literally like I was watching One Tree Hill and if you don't know this like me and Michaela got like we were already friends and we were already very close we got even closer because I started watching One Tree Hill literally and it's my it's my all-time favorite show yeah and so um I was like going through it and I remember watching One Tree Hill that night and that that line came up and I've like I like thought about it and it was three in the morning um and I was like who do I want next to me when all my dreams come true and I texted Casey and I texted Michaela and I said hey I love you and it was three in the morning yeah and now we're besties well we were already besties but now we live together yeah so that part (laughs) but it's just like it's all in that same like sentiment like yeah like Blake, when Blake said I love you to Katie, and he said multiple times, I don't just say I love you. I told my mom, and my dad that that's it. Like he when he said I love you, he was picturing the next 50 years of his life. Yeah. He like it did it didn't stop there. He said that time in and time out. Every time he said goodbye. And I think that all goes together. That that line from One Tree Hill, the line where he said, you know, whatever he said, I love. Katie and I can't wait to do life with her whatever it all is the exact same like sentiment all goes together it's all about really seeing the future with somebody and that I feel like is sometimes what gets missed in this show is you're seeing the right now and you're seeing the next month but do you see the next two years Do you see the next 10 years and I think both Blake and Katie have made that abundantly clear that this is about the next the rest of their lives yeah this is it they're not they're not doing this again. They came into this knowing that they wanted to spend the rest of their lives together. And so they, oh, sorry, go. I think that rest of their lives together thing came very, like, came out very clearly when they were meeting Katie's family because that was a really complicated situation, obviously, with her, his, like, her Aunt Lindsay, who was a really, like, a hard ass. But I think what really like was abundantly clear to me during that meeting Katie's family was that he they didn't have concrete plans they don't know whether she's gonna go to Africa or like Canada or he's gonna move to like Seattle they don't know any they don't logistically have those answers all they know is that they wanted to spend the rest of their lives together and they will make they will do anything they need to be doing and like cross the freaking globe for each other. They don't care how it happens. They just want to be together forever. Yeah. And, and I, that was so abundantly clear. Oh, a hundred percent. And 
it was just when they had their fantasy suite, whatever, and they woke up the next morning and they were just laying there and they were just saying, you know, like they were continuing to say like the I love you's and stuff. And I was like, this is everything is right in the world. Yeah. And, you know, moving into that, that after part with Katie's family. Yeah. You know, so obviously like skipping over the stuff with Justin, but Katie and Blake went to go see Katie's family and you know, Blake got to meet her mom, Rhonda, Rhonda Lee, and her Aunt Lindsay. And Katie did say right at the beginning, they're not the easiest people to break through to. Like they they know what they like, they know what they what they expect of people. And don't be scared, but just know it might be difficult. Yeah. First thing they they kind of talked to Blake for a second, then they go, Well, where do you live? This man, <laughs> this man pulled out the Michaela Garashi line. When anybody asks me where I'm from, my response is word for word what Blake said, other than he said, so he said, I'm near Niagara Falls, like it's called Hamilton, basically is what he said. When anybody asks me where I'm from, I'm near, I live near Niagara Falls in Welland. Like that is word for word what I say. It's the, well, I feel like that's the company company line for anyone who lives really in the GTA even, because like for me, I'll be like, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm like lived in Brampton. It's like an hour out from Niagara Falls. Like we have to when we when we're explaining to Americans where we live, you yeah. have to compare it to the border because they're not gonna understand otherwise. Unless you use Toronto, it's either Toronto or the border. I'm like, yeah, I live like 20 minutes from the the Buffalo border. Yeah, and the Blake Blake said it too, and I was like. The, the tweets that I was seeing about this, though, they were like, oh, Katie's going to hate the QEW traffic. Katie's oh going to have to wait. so funny. It was like, Katie's going to hate the Dawn Valley. I bet Katie's going to love the harbor front. Katie's going to love African Line Safari. Katie's going to sit at the Queenston-Lewiston Bridge for three hours waiting. Like, this, like, I was dying at some of these references. Yeah. Oh, my God. The QEW is a joke, so. I love that we're getting it because I feel like as Canadians and, like, Bachelor fans, we miss out on this. Like, yeah, happens a lot, not just in The Bachelor, but, like, Canadians miss out on a lot because we're not from the States and they have all these things. And, you know, like, they, like, I get it. A lot of major things happen in the States and they have all these, these jokes or whatever. No, let us bask in the fact that the man himself is not only like from our province he's from like 20 minutes away from both of us like yeah he's like basically in the middle of us yeah like if you were to drive from our apartment where I am to Michaela's house in Welland he's quite literally in the middle yeah you would you would like almost exactly the middle actually Yeah. yeah which is hilarious because I like you would have never known that you just yeah. you just drove through Blake Moines's neighborhood, but maybe you did. Yeah. So it's just it's crazy. I I love seeing Blake on there. I love Hamilton getting a little shout out. I love Niagara Falls getting a shout out. And it's just it's good vibes. So Aunt Lindsay, though, I don't know if I'd call her good vibes. Aunt Lindsay was just a little bit on the scary side. Oh my god. Um I literally said to Michaela that while they were both on the scary side. Like, Katie's mom was taking into consideration the good and the bad. Aunt Lindsay was only looking at, like, the bad. And she was like, we don't need you. You really don't matter. Like, stuff like that. And 
but like what I like that Katie's mom said was that she was like oh maybe in two years you won't love her as much as you love her now but maybe in two years you'll love her twice as much as you love her now because anything is possible yes and that was when I like that was the that is the opinion and the angle that I like when the parents take because obviously you're not going to understand the process you haven't been there you haven't been through it but don't be a freaking rude person like Lindsay was like I get it you're protective of your family whatever she literally said to him you are here because we want you here not because we need you here yeah and then didn't she say like ultimately you mean nothing yeah I was was sitting there I was like holy like what the fuck (laughs) no basically and I was like this is like like I would be scared shitless if I was Blake right now well, at one point they called Blake the beard, and that made me laugh. Yeah, she goes, "So was... you like you're, you like the beard over there?" Yeah, I'm like yes, I do. I like the beard. I like the beard too. I like beards. Yeah, I do too. I don't like like a clean shaven. I don't like it. I like beards. Same. Th- like there was kind of no other than Blake's quote of this section was he said, "I appreciate everything that she is." And that was good. Blake, you keep you keep winning me over. And I, I've never been against you. I've always liked you, but you keep making me like you more. You keep dude. making me like you more. Stop it. <laughs> but that was kind of it for that portion. And then the next day they they went to um this this was a very, very weird section. Oh my god, right? I was I, extremely I was confused. Thinking, I was thinking. How come every like final date or like the ending dates always have to be like a spiritual or like touching or like like Serena P and Matt's yoga or Matt um I mean Mike uh what was his name Mike P yeah. and Katie's like the hugging thing and now this yeah like this was just weird I mean, obviously, there's some history in New Mexico with this, and I obviously didn't fully understand it, and that that thing that they were burning was a little bit scary. I was scared. But I think the messaging behind it was good, you know? It gave them a chance to open up about their fears and their... Do you think... Okay, this is a side note. Do you think that they only... So from the time they had their first fantasy suite to the time they got engaged... Do you think that they ever, like, were spent any nights together? Or do you think they were separate, all of them? I think they were separated. That's what I think, too. Because that's what just happens. Yeah. But they, like, burned their fears and emotions or whatever. And then now Blake is really saying, like, tomorrow I could be getting engaged. And yeah. he has to really make that decision now. And Tasha, our girl Tasha, gets on the phone with Neil Lane, the ringman. The ringman! Says, Neil, we're down to one guy. Bring those rings over. And Blake goes through the rings and he gets nervous. And the one that he picked was by far my favorite. And but he was scared. He like wasn't sure if he could do it. Katie's getting all dressed up for the proposal. He's trying to pick the ring. And then we get to see the proposal. No, no. We get to see him get stressed out, walk away. Tisha goes, dude, if you're not sure leave her and walk away right yes now. i was like no 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 and like, then, that's not allowed 
her being like, I'm 100% sure I'm getting a proposal today and all this stuff. And we're seeing him on the other end, freaking out, losing his shit. And then he finally shows up super late, but he shows up and then he goes, he's like, she gives her whole speech and then he's quiet. And then he, he says his, and then he goes, I can't give you that. And I was like, you little I, I go I go he's smirking too much he's smirking too much there's no way he's I had a heart attack Michaela witnessed it and then he goes because you deserve more and I was like oh, I can breathe again everything's fine like they're still gonna end it together and then he got down on one knee and I was like oh my god it's happening it's actually happening it's happening it's happening I've only wanted happiness for my Canadian king Blake Moynes since the day I saw him walk the day we met him season on to Claire's season and it was just so amazing I loved it and I'm so insanely happy for the both of them like I'm just so happy for them like they deserve that yes and that's it like that proposal was so beautiful the raw emotion there like I can't even describe it like I don't have word for word what these little vow sections were but you know, yeah. she said, I love you today. I'm going to love you tomorrow. I'm going to love you for the rest of my life. And that was like, yeah. they're in it for the long haul. They're, they're still together. We've seen all the social media posts today. I'm, I'm very happy for them. I, I feel like there's not much more to say about their relationship specifically because it is just so exciting. And it's, it's such a real and honest and raw relationship. Yeah. And, you know, we saw them together again tonight after the final rose. And he he played their song. They danced to on their first date. And he had everybody come and hold the boom boxes up like he did to her. Oh, that was beautiful. I, I cried. I sent Michaela a video of me crying real tears over that. Like, if somebody did that for me, like, put a ring on it. Like, just, just do that instead. Like, literally. I... Katie was sobbing and that would like that would have been me they are I wish these two literally nothing but the most happiness in the entire world like if there was a way to be the ultimate happiness like give that to them like they're gonna have beautiful children they're gonna have a beautiful wedding one day and they're gonna live a long happy healthy life together and if either one of them are listening to this which I guarantee they're not maybe Blake is maybe he secretly is a bachelor bowl fan Watching your love story play out was the most fun. I loved this season literally more than the last, like, five. Yeah, me too. It was the best season since, like, maybe Caitlyn's. Like, honestly, pretty close. Yeah, because Caitlyn's season, not because of the guy she ended up with, but because of her, was so amazing. It was really good. And while we're on the topic of Caitlyn, I think we have to give it up for – Caitlin and Tasha, who they had so much fun with this season and it made it so much more enjoyable to watch. They created a real bond there with with Katie and seeing them so excited when she was engaged and really helping her through all her struggles during the season was something unlike anything we've ever seen before. And while Chris Harrison was good at his hosting job, his his heart to hearts were never like this ever. So that's a new a new thing, and I'm excited to see what they can do with with Michelle's season. As Michelle's a little bit more reserved, I think she's more comparable to Tasha than to Caitlyn, and Katie was more yeah. like Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, they did a fantastic job, and I 
I can't wait to see what they do going forward. So I guess the last like little piece of this season that we have to talk about um, is Justin. I mean, there's not really much to talk about. He was on screen for like, what, 10 minutes this whole episode. He never had his date. You know, Katie nipped that in the butt before it happened. Rightfully so. Do you mean uh, nip that in the bud? In the butt. Not the butt. The butt. Wait, that's not. It's. I thought it was nip that in the butt. No, nip that in the bud like you nip the bud of a flower like nip it no yeah <laughs> like, Dude, i've been saying it... nip that in the butt my entire life <laughs> no it's nip that in the butt no it's not it has it's... to be no it's you're nip nipping that... it in the butt you're taking you're taking it it's in the butt no not in the butt in the bud like the bud of a flower and you cut it off at the root what to end it how you end the life of a flower is you nip it in the bud like, my life gross. isn't a lie rosebud i've been saying nip it in the butt like literally since i was since i learned how to talk like i i've never nipped that in the bud so michaela just learned something new today everybody i'm glad you were here to enjoy that you know she did the respectful thing obviously and didn't leave justin on and just just said you know yeah it's blake and he said that she didn't give their relationship a fair chance like come on yo when you're in love you're in love like get over yourself like, I get being heartbroken, but, like, God. Yeah, I don't think you were heartbroken, though. Dude, you were just, like, unlucky. Literally. He just got way more screen time than he expected, but then also, like, didn't get enough screen time. Like, it was a very weird situation, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but he's gone, and I'm sure he will appear on Paradise one day, or I don't know. But hopefully he's happy and, you know, gonna find the girl of his dreams one day as well. It just wasn't Katie, because that is reserved for Blake Moines. So I guess that concludes this season. Um, any closing thoughts you have about this season specifically? I just really loved it. I loved watching this journey and it did have its ups and downs, but I think I liked the ending of this one more than any single one, except for Tasha and Zach, just because they're so beautiful. And like, I'm not saying Blake and Katie aren't, like I love them equally, but nothing like no season of the bachelor bachelorette franchise has reached roached reached has been equal to like zach and tasha for me except for this one and that's saying a lot because i love zach and tasha um i loved it i loved it so much and i wish them nothing but happiness and prosperity and I'm sending them so many good vibes because honestly they deserve happiness and they deserve this yes so in terms of this show thank you for listening um it's been it's been a season and we appreciate you guys sitting down and spending time with us and listening to what we have to say yeah Uh, we have a new season starting in a week yeah literally quick turnaround um bachelor in paradise starts monday Uh, i'm not sure exactly what our schedule will be like because they do do two episodes a week so obviously we're not going to record monday and then record tuesday like we'll just do one episode a week and it's going to be a short little season because it's only i think four weeks which is gonna be like that's eight episodes but still yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun and the amount of content like given off the promos you see how content heavy this season is so much happened and fitting that into four weeks crazy so that's gonna be the most fun and then we'll get a little bit of a break and then we're going to head into Michelle season. 
So if you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, review, follow, do all that fun stuff. Follow us on Instagram. We're going to post updates with the show when we're posting, when we're recording, fun little things. I've already posted like seven stories tonight because yeah. um, I'm just so obsessed with Katie and, and Blake. Uh, our Instagram is Bachelor Bowl Pod. Follow us on our Instagrams. Mine is Michaela Garashi, M-I-K-A-Y-L-A-G-U-A-R-A-S-C-I. It's the same as my Twitter. Mine is at Ristan, R-I-S-P-I-S-T-A-N. Also the same on Instagram and Twitter. We make it easy for you guys. All yeah. you do is give us a follow. Honestly. And then you'll see updates about when our show's up. Don't, it's not what you want. Yeah. Um, I've had the most fun doing this show this season and I know we're only going to have more fun going forward, especially when we're able to record in the same room because that's coming up. I'm literally sitting on the couch that we will be recording on right now. Like start Michelle's season and actually not even. I think we'll be together for the end of paradise. The end of paradise. So prayers to our other roommate, Casey, who's going to have to listen to us. Um, We love you, momager. Very excited for that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, me and Michaela said at the beginning of, like, in the first episode, that we would be having these conversations even if we didn't hit record. Oh, and exactly. So, right? So, like, this is literally you sitting through our weekly debrief of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, whatever, Bachelor Nation. And I hope you enjoy it because I think we're really fucking funny. I think we're funny, too. Maybe we're not and we just think we are, but if you've hung around this long, you must like us. Can you just like pretend if you if we're not funny, can you just pretend we are? It's good for my ego. Oh, same. I yes. So this has just been, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, make sure you follow us because we want to know you're there. And yeah. That's that's I think it. Congratulations to the happy couple. We love you. Blake Moines, we love you so much. Blake Moines. Katie Thurston. There was so much speculation about you and no one liked you. Well, not, I wouldn't say no one. A lot of people didn't like you and we loved you since the beginning. Okay. We, we are OG Katie Thurston stands. Yeah. And, and this really- entire season, I was so invested because I felt like I was protecting you from all the bad things. I know all of them happened before I saw it. I'm a freaking OG Blake Moyne stand though too. Yeah, you are. I, I love Blake Moynes back then, but not as much as you did. I I will never forget the very first episode Blake came on, like this season. I screamed about it on this podcast how excited I was, and now everybody freaking loves Blake Moines. I liked him first. I'm not gonna gatekeep him though. Everybody well, deserves the love. Before Michaela starts to have a panic attack about how much she loves Blake Moines, we're gonna head out. But we will see you next week for the newest Woo-hoo! season Hello. of the Podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.